I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is the APPC Podcast. At times I was thinking of Kate Bush during that. Well, you know, you don't have to get, tell me your sex fancies. Sometimes I can't stop thinking of Kate Bush. No voice noises. Etc. Yeah. Heathcliff, it's me, Kathy. Come home now. He's just a cheap Garfield ripoff. Hmm? He's just a cheap Garfield ripoff. What happened to Heathcliff? Was he murdered or something? Oh, I mean, he just... hope so. Was he orange or yellow? Was he also orange? No, I am... Um... Oh, let's have a fine day. Well, let's not. No, let's... <laughs> okay, well, shall I or not? I don't know. Oh, you can Google it if you want, but we've got 61 minutes, and I think wasting our time on a, a, a visual gag doesn't work. That's a fair point. I'm putting <laughs> the phone down. Oh... Yeah. Uh, uh... So, here we are now. Hooray, back in the room. I'm still dizzy. Hooray. Hey. How's the pins and needles? They're still there. Oh. And I've got a nice cold sweat going down the back of my neck. Mm. I know. I think I've become ill again. And it just got better. <sighs> I know, because when I do my, uh, when I'm on melodics, it tells you me that day that I failed because I was comatose. <laughs> and that was 26 days ago. It's like, come on, guys. I can't be sick every month. So So I haven't slept or eaten. And I've had three cups of coffee. So it's probably going to fuck someone up eventually. (laughs) We'll get moving. Right, so we're doing Beck. Colors. Colors and colors and colors and... That's obviously a reference to Hot Chip. And their oh. biggest hit, Colors, okay. from the album The Warning. Right. Or is it just called Warning? The Warning. I'm mm. sticking with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I, well, I learned something um, instantly from going to... This is Beck's 13th album? Well, it's his learned. 13th album. Um, I always thought he was Canadian for some reason, but he's American. There you go. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. So that's what I learned. I you learned, learned he was his not surname Canadian. was Hanson, but he was not uh, related to the Hanson. To the Mbot. Yes. Oh, good. I'm glad he's not related to them. Well, yeah, because that would be monstrous. Yeah. Um, he definitely would have got all the talent in that family, if that's the case. Yeah. I feel bad for saying that now. No, it's fine. Um, released 13th of October, 2017. Yes. Recent. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Same day as Mass Seduction. Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> that's why we're doing two of mine this week and three of yours last week. Oh. Reviews. All music, three and a half stars. Meh. Slant, two and a half stars. Out of ten? Five. That's tough. Yeah. Mojo, three stars. Yeah. Uncut, Rolling Stone, Q, NME, four stars. Uh-huh. Sputnik Music, 3.8 out of five. Okay. Pitchfork, 6.3 out of ten. Mm-hmm. The AV Club, 
B. Yeah. Entertainment Weekly B+. Plus. Yeah. Metacritic, 72 out of 100. Okay. Charts. Yes, charts. New Zealand, uh-huh. 8. Uh-huh. That's it. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. I have not listened to a Beck album. Well, I, this is definitely not the place to start. No. Um, I think I was loaned Odalie by Ryan at uh-huh. some point. I probably give him back because I don't seem to have it anywhere in my house. Uh-huh. Uh, but I never listened to it. But Odalie's what? His fourth album, maybe? Yeah. After Mellow Gold, One Foot in the Grave, and Stereopathetic Soul Manure. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's it seems fourth. to be the one that everyone goes to it's one of my top five yeah that's probably where I should start Mm -hmm. not with it but I don't know because it's also very busy the thing about Odelay is he takes uh, you know uh, folk and soul and country and he mashes them together and then he does cut and paste hip hop all at the same time I think that's too busy for you Mm. he at least seems to have a, a direction yeah. When he's doing shit like this. So. I mean, it's fine. Um, I will say about track one that the pan pipes never sounded so good. Weird, because it's the thing I hate the most. <laughs> right. But because uh, it sounds like, uh, you know, um, the Roly Seaboard? You know what that is? No. It's a, it's a weird rubber keyboard. You see it quite a lot now. Um and then you play it through Bluetooth with an app. Right. The app's free. I have the app here. Um, and it is uh, fucking upsetting. Uh, uh, like, I just hate how the thing sounds. Um, I don't know if I actually have the thing. Do I have the... Do, 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 do. Let's have a look what I got here. Ooh. He just he just played with this weird little app for like five minutes and gone. That's good enough. It sounds like you're torturing a man. <laughs> that was his testicles coming off. You like that? No, that's uh. <laughs> this is uh. This is how they also record all the moomins. <laughs> um, or maybe it's the suit no, dragon. I was gonna say the moomins, but. The, um, Button Moon? Button Moon or... There we go. Um, what one was that? I can't remember what it's called now. Oh, no, I'm not going to sit and think about bloody finger puppets. The, the, the other problem with the pan pipes yeah. is I think of uh, all those dudes standing outside the Trinity Centre. Yeah, the Amazonas or whatever they're called. Choo choo. 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 Some, yeah. <laughs> makes me think it was chanting at someone who's eating a burger outside. Choo. <laughs> Choo. <laughs> it, uh, it was a reference to uh, Edward Herman in uh, uh, Intolerable Cruelty. 
Coen yeah. Brothers movie? No. He knew Edward Herman, though. No. He was Max in The Lost Boys. Oh, okay, yes, okay. Right. He's in Overboard. Yeah. He's in every episode of The Gilmore Girls. Yeah. He's also dead, and it was your fault for forgetting him. This is because I didn't watch Gilmore Girls. Would he come back to life if I started watching it? I mean, yes, but we don't want that. <laughs> okay. I thought this was how you were going to get me to watch them. <laughs> he's not Lazarus. You know, we don't need another Lazarus. Do we know? We don't need another Lazarus. Okay. We even said that to Jesus and he was not down with that at all. Uh-uh. You're second. He's... You're second. You're se- I've seen but, it before. Yeah. But he didn't even take the hint because apparently he's going to come back again or something, according to some people. Like, yeah, but they no, don't have any proof from it. A, no, no. We have proof that he came back from the dead. Okay. Like that time David Blaine did it. <laughs> oh, well, that's fair. If Blaine can do it. If he was in that block of ice. <laughs> yeah, if Blaine can do it, then Jesus can do it. I'm sorry, oh, that's, all, that's all he was, man. Oh. He was just, uh, he was like David Copperfield. Oh, and it... <sighs> it's just the reviews were all A or F. It's, I, whenever I think of sort of stupid magic tricks and stuff, and this is not a magic trick, but I think back to... Remember how it was a while on Channel 4, they would occasionally show sort of big concerts on, like, Sunday nights. And they did, like, the whole um, Guns N' Roses in Paris and stuff. Hey, La Bat's Ice. Yeah. Sponsored by La Bat's Ice. Right, okay. They had La Bat's Ice everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of Kevin Smith about La Bat's Blue. Uh, there was some sort of weird Canadian voice he was doing about... Oh, you don't like the blue, eh? I have no idea what no. you're talking about. Oh, that's right, no. um, uh, yeah, there was... Remember they showed the Michael Jackson gig? No, I didn't watch it. Oh, I remember watching that. That was the Dangerous Tour, however. And there's a bit where he's going to fly out of the stadium at the end on a jetpack. Okay. And he does this whole thing where we get him into this white jumpsuit, mm-hmm. putting the helmet on. And then he goes into a little booth thing to get the jetpack on, where he's off camera. Mm-hmm. And then the guy appears and jetpacks out, and you're supposed to go, oh, wow, it's Michael Jackson, who's actually jetpacking out. Well, obviously it's not. No. But the weird thing, <laughs> the, the fuck up with the whole magic game, is that the camera angle that they were doing it on, mm-hmm. you saw, right, he went into the little booth, and then you quite clearly see Michael Jackson with the helmet off, running down the back steps and out while this other guy gets the backpack on. So it's like for the audience there, they're like, oh, wow, it's it's obviously not Michael Jackson, but yeah, we're it's pretending it's... spectacle. Yeah, but it was just the fact that there's supposed to be this whole, oh, people can never guess this, but you just see him take the helmet off and run because the angle they're shooting the camera at. Well, you know, that's just ruining the, a magic trick, but it's, yeah. not, it's not his fault. That was fine. That's what you get. That's what you get for <laughs> fucking with me. <laughs> Oh, uh, God. God, Michael Jackson. Where is he now? Never hear of him these days. I know. It's almost like he's dead. Oh, don't say that. Yeah, he'll never die. No. Ugh. Oh, fucking hell. Um, so Seventh yeah. heaven. Yeah. See, yeah, again, I'm... There's nothing wrong with this at all mm-hmm. for me. I am like it. But it's just... Is it in my head? Not... Sort in reality, but in my head, Beck's kind of been hyped up, and I was like, "Man, ready for something special." And this is not that special. Yeah, because it's his fifteenth album. <laughs> no. But you know what I mean. Yeah. He's fifty years old. He's had his day. 
go out into the sun and die like a dog. <laughs> that seems a bit harsh. Yeah, that's what Push, you're telling him. Pushing them out into the Arctic tundra. I know you oh. put your penis in Winona Ryder. Now get out there and yeah. die. Well done to him. Good for him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's all that Sea Change's breakup album is about. Mm. Wait a minute then. Did we listen to Sea Change then? I have listened to Beck before. Well, I'm, I I listened to Sea Change quite a lot, so you might have heard it. Uh, okay, it's one right. of my favourite albums. I just uh, The name of that seems to remind me of Track free, I'm so free. And not a cover version of I'm So Free, which did well. So. Um, this was a bit more than I was expecting, a bit more oomph and stuff to it. So it's mm-hmm. kind of after the first couple of tracks, this is sort of kind of getting me on track for liking them a bit more. Yeah, yeah, Um Track four. Any future listens to this, this will be an instant skip. Really? I did not like this at all. Well, it's uh, considered the best track on the album, but everyone loves it. Yeah. It takes uh, Elliot Smith, who I fucking love, takes his, uh, you know, uh, something like a junk bond trader or like uh, <clears throat> in the lost and found honky tonk back and um, compresses it with the Beatles, something like Lady Madonna. It's absolute gold. Five stars. Yeah. Um, track five, I liked a bit more. No distraction. Yeah. Sounded very um, the police-y kind of sounding. I didn't hear that, but I thought it was a good follow-on mm. to the previous track. So, yeah, but I was probably my favorite. I really like that because mm. I said I I thought it sounded not his vocal. He didn't sound like Sting or whatever, mm-hmm. but just in general, it sounded kind of that. Mm. Um, track six. Now, on the Wikipedia thing, it didn't list two versions of Dreams. On iTunes, there were two versions of Dreams on this album. Yeah, but one's just a bonus track, so I can know. Oh, okay. Um, well, it was released 15th June 2015. Uh-huh. Canada 81, US Alternative 2, Japan 18. Yeah, Japan seemed to love this dude as well. Japan um, love everyone. US Hot Rock 9, US Rock Airplay 3. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, this is the one... I had a couple. I read a couple of reviews of this as well, just to see what things people seem to rave about this track as well. And I was kind of nonplussed by it. I don't know. It sets it up well. I mean, you can see why the album's called Colors because it is a colourful, sort of bright, poppy mm. track. But you know, that's all you can really say about it. Yeah. Saying that, the next track, all I can say about it is those pan pipes are back. This was. I mean, well, for one, my dog did not like this track at all. Well, you know, that's... It was just barking at me. Everyone's a critic. Um, so am I, because I thought this was just drivel. Um, Why? It was see, messy. It, it seemed experimental, but... Mm-hmm. I see he's 13 albums in. Yeah. He's done all his experiment he's going to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what we said to Bowie. Yeah. That's why he died. You uh, fucking cunt. It's your fault. <laughs> no, Stop yeah. experimenting, you old cunt. And he hung himself. Ugh. He didn't really succumb to liver cancer or whatever. No, it was. but they, they covered it up. Yeah, they covered it up with a noose. You're hearing the truth here. Yeah. Ugh. Bowie's death was an inside job. Literally. Yeah. yeah. The Saudis flew planes into him. Yeah. Right, so what are we doing? Uh, up all night. <laughs> all over the place in the best possible way. Um, not a huge fan, but it was definitely improvement over. Whoa, which I despise. 
But uh, yeah, it was, it's getting back on track. Yeah. Square One, named after that uh, that DIY shop on George Street. <laughs> that still exist. I've gone bust. Oh. oh. But I used to love that place. It was very good in 2008 to pick stuff up there. <laughs> it was them and B&Q neck and neck for a while. And... For me, yeah, because I could walk <laughs> there. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, this this was fine. It was kind of just just fine. It's kind of generic-y sounded. Nothing really stood out on this album. Yeah, no, it, it all blends very well um, in a way that, that it could be deemed... Uh, detrimental it's pretty much my final thought you know it's a throwaway album uh but it's still enjoyable but there's a real strong consistency which he doesn't tend to have usually um which you picked up on as a bad thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i it's just it's definitely the wrong start for me mm-hmm. um i will make the effort to go and listen to other stuff of his but um, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing terrible with it. Well, wow, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I think it's kind of fine. I just expected them to be sort of rockier or whatever. So yeah, mm. I don't know. If I had to put a top five together, no specific order of Beck, it would go: Odelay, Sea Change, Midnight Vultures, Mutations. And then it gets hard. The information that was underappreciated. That's a great record. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Also, the most expensive piece of vinyl I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's designed like before anyone cared about designing vinyl. Yeah, he went out of his way, and so it's in like this like one of those boxes that with the the hole in it that you sit, put a bit of string through, like like a storage box. Yeah, and it's like uh, graph paper. With, and it just says Beck. And then inside, yeah. there's pages and pages of stickers that you can peel off and make your own All right. covers and then take them off and put them back again. Um, and then two pieces of vinyl. And if you look on Amazon at the minute, I believe it's uh, £285. Jesus Christ. That <clears throat> seems excessive. Well, it's you know, not new. That's used. No. You just yeah. can't... It doesn't exist. Because it's like when I sold that copy of Sea Change. I sold my copy of Sea Change uh, for... Uh, just under 200 quid. Mm. And then they uh, reissued it and they bought it for 15. <laughs> hey! Who's nice. the winner? Because they sound the same. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe they don't. But, you know, I was there first. Um, sea Change by Beck was the first ever album I bought on Amazon. <laughs> In 2005. Four? I don't know. I didn't have the yeah. internet. Or uh, smartphones because they didn't exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I ordered it at work. No. Luckily, I uh, I can say this because it's so long ago. Because nowadays we'd be disciplined for that. Why? Not allowed to go on any websites like that at work anymore. Why not? Because not. It's a waste of time. My place don't care if, about that. Uh, if you're on your phone doing your Tesco shop disciplinary. They used to be like at ours. Mm-hmm. And now, I think everyone gives a shit. Well, they, they never used to care, and now they do, and I don't quite know well, why. I spent, I said I did that shift the other day, where I said it was great, and I spent half my shift on my phone at reception just checking Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Yeah, no, they uh, they frown against that, funny enough. No. If people walk behind the bar and they are not in F and B to get like a glass of water or a coffee, yeah. disciplinary. <clears throat> I do give people shit for if they're not reception, mm-hmm. coming behind the desk and can get the keys and shit. But that's because like we put can cash and things lying about. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I do that all the time, unfortunately, because uh, whenever I go to leave, there is a queue of checkouts out the door because mm-hmm. I, I finish at six, obviously. Yeah. And so yeah, there's literally. 30 che- I'm not going to stand there 40 minutes to sign some keys. Mm. So I always walk behind. So I'm scammer, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, no, that's fair enough. I mean, if can, mm-hmm. if they can, if they're it's gonna, all on camera. That's gonna, the way I see it. Aye, but if they're going to can fuck up you dealing with a guest, then mm-hmm. yeah, fair enough. Go and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. <sighs> oh. that's that's really quite weird that your place is good, mental like that. Just over only over like a couple of things, and I don't I don't really know why. Hmm. Someone must have commented on something because oh. they were like uh, literally phones at work have to be off; they can't even be on. And all sorts You've got of signs up saying no phones can no personal mm. phones, but everyone does. <laughs> but no. I don't know. It's good because a lot of people I work with obviously have kids and like emergencies and families. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, no, I'll keep my phone on me. I don't even have a walkie-talkie at work, so I keep my phone on me because that's how people get hold of me. Yeah. Saying that, if you phone me right now, it's very unprofessional. So, is it? Uh, I think I, uh, I, I cut up. Uh, I'm better than everybody. I think that's my ringtone at the minute, which is always quite a nice way to. Uh, where are we? Sounds and haptics. Ringtone. <laughs> Fair enough. <coughs> <coughs> no. I still don't know what the lyrics to that song are. Blank on my. Uh, blank around my neck, call me Kevin Costner. I still don't know what the blank part is. <laughs> The only thing I can never think of Kevin Costner having hanging around his neck was what's her face in the bodyguard because he's got carrying her or some shit. Whitney? Yeah. I, I, don't, I think I said that. But then you know, the next <laughs> line is uh, what is it? Um, look look like a dead hoe, call me Laura Palmer. So <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, you know, I, I respect that as a line, sir. I'll let that slide. <laughs> And I don't know if he ever did anything else, but he does because he just, he's, you know, horribly thin with that, like, the world's worst long blonde hair. Mm. Actually, second worst. Mine was the worst. That's why I shaved it off. My hair's great. Oh, I'm, I, I just, you know, I say, <laughs> after I shaved my head, I realised just how bald I was. I was like, oh, it's even worse. Mm. Even worse than I imagined. Mm. Oh, you can't see it. So it's fine. The worst thing is the the insane denial that I didn't. I was in denial so well, I didn't know I was in denial. <laughs> like it never dawned yeah. on me. It never dawned on me that when I went to Iris McColl, and there's that camera that points at the back of your head, yeah, and you could see a big bald spot. Yeah. I just thought the lighting was weird. 
And that, I mean, I've, I've thought that for a solid 10 years. So it's, right. it's not like, you know what I mean? No, it's just barbers are nice and don't show you the bald spot on top of your head. And I know most people can't see it, but... Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you can't really see it. Hmm? You can't see it, so... Well, no, no, I just caught the glimpse wrong and then realised that people who could see it would think, look at this twat. <laughs> but they don't... Hmm? But they don't think that. Well, they, I think they would. Well, I mean, I... if I saw someone with a, a comb... It's not even a comb over, it was a comb inner... Yeah, my hair sort of yeah. went in the way and just sort of made a teepee, which I didn't realise. It's people who have the sort of the, the horseshoe of hair, mm-hmm. but then they have like the three, like in a Homer assumption kind of yeah, yeah. three strands of hair, which they keep and then sort of like comb back. Yeah, yeah. That does my head in. It's like, just go for the horseshoe and just get rid of those three strands of hair. Yeah. That's the only one that really sort of stands out and annoys the hell at me. Because, yeah. say, Brian at work's got that. And I'm just looking at it going, just get rid of those strands. Just You know what gets me with Homer Simpson? Yeah. How old is he? They had Bart uh, just after they left school. So, and Bart's 10. So, Homer's like 31 years old. Yeah, no. He looks like 50. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Very, very perturbing. So they not age them up at some point yet? No, they've never done it. That's no. what fucks everything up in The Simpsons. Mm. Is that they they keep it modern. And so what actually happens is their backstories get told again. Yeah. So if you remember, there's an episode where Homer becomes like, he catches cannonballs or something at Lollapalooza. Oh, yeah. They and like the Smashing shoot. Pumpkins are in it and yeah. stuff, right? And he's his age now. But now there's later episodes where, as a kid, he goes to Lollapalooza. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched Simpsons. That doesn't mean me neither. I still haven't. I, I've said this before, but I still haven't seen the Ricky Gervais episode. The one that he wrote and starred yeah, in. Yeah. And I think that was uh, like 2000 that happened. So I see it was quite a moment. So, you know. I might have made it 11 series. Oh. But at least Harry Shearer's retiring now, so that says something. From The Simpsons, not yeah. from life in general. <laughs> oh, they throw him a retiring party and then he just throws himself out a window. <laughs> I'm done now, fine. Break like the Smash. wind window. <laughs> the last thing you hear is his bass. I don't even know where he hit it. <laughs> Look at the window and he's just impaled on it. <laughs> a cucumber falls out of his trousers. <laughs> Wrapped in <laughs> tin foil. Tin foil. <laughs> Rotten. It's like it's as old as Spinal Tap. It's the same one. Oh, oh it's so soft. Oh. Oh. Well. I'm so tired. I feel so weird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And nothing on eBay sold. You're all bastards. Motherfuckers. I love you, really. No, I, I'm not that keen. Bastards. So we're not doing music next, then we're doing... We're doing uh, Dance of the Dead 
the eighth episode of The Prisoner, the... which is the second episode according to the K E X P. I always get it wrong. It begins with K. Oh, so the suggested running order, or oh, one of the many yeah, suggested running orders. I've got them right So, so that'll be an episode of the A P A P P C P C podcast. It's it's the oral it's, pleasure a prisoner podcast podcast. That is not what we call it, <laughs> because I believe uh, geniusly I merely cut uh, the word prisoner. Into uh, us, say you said, I'm Richard, I'm Gareth, and this is a prisoner PC podcast. (laughs) The APPC Oral Pleasure Podcast presents the APPC A Prisoner Podcast podcast. (laughs) No, that's madness. Uh, I know that's why it's good. It's for you know, I didn't make such beautiful uh, uh, artwork for it. <laughs> so what is it? Well, I, uh, I, 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 there's an oil painting of Rover crushing uh, Number Six's face. <laughs> oh, did they invent tea bagging? Um, I believe you've already said that. Did I on oh. the episode? Oh fuck! Look at that. You can't use that joke again. No. <laughs> literally, there's 17 yes. episodes of the prison. You're you're literally reusing uh, jokes already. <laughs> oh, I'm just not. That good. Uh, I'm not doing too good either right now. It must mm. be sad. And uh, the yeah, the whole notes thing for the prisoner is a real chore for me. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes because it's it's actually proper hard. <laughs> oh. And not in a good way. I mean, uh, just like uh, you occasionally with albums, I watch the prisoner, and if I'm watching the prisoner, I can enjoy it. But if I'm like. Paying attention yeah. to the prisoner, I really fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, until yeah. next time. Yes. Uh, uh, take care. Goodbye. Lighthouse.